Welcome to episode 111, Embodiment, gently calling soul home to a lovingly cultivated inner sanctum. Woman Awake is a soul-led journey of awakening through motherhood and womanhood. Woman Awake explores the soul-based, spirit-fueled, somatic and energetic journey of awakening, of consciousness. The power of an awakened woman lives in her life alignment, her inner attunement and her embodied transformation. This is not just my journey, but it is ours, and together we seek to free our mind, feel our body, feed our soul, and to hear our heart. As women, as mamas, we seek clarity, we embrace the truth, we dive into the discomfort of our shadows, we honor our healing, and we be fully with our humanness, whilst also being in our divinity too. Hey beautiful human, welcome back. Welcome back to the Woman Awake podcast. We had a couple of weeks off, but in the background there has been so much creation going on. This is the season for me. This April, autumn-y, yin energy starts to provide a lot of creative space and energy for me. So, I'm really excited because in the next couple of weeks, I'll begin sharing an amazing new way to work with me. I can't quite share it yet. We're still in the backgrounds tinkering away with the, the bits and the bobs as we need to. But let me just say this. Other than my private mentoring or my group programs, it's, became, it's become really apparent that there aren't many ways for other people to enter my world without being in those spaces. Now add to that that I had the actual and incredible pleasure of hosting private online ceremonies and ritual-based experiences for other incredible women in the world of business that I love and I admire. And I think I did six or seven or eight, I can't really remember, over the last three months. And I absolutely love being in these ceremonial spaces and I absolutely love bringing embodied transformation and medicine and wisdom that's ancient and through our body and through our breath and bringing in these ceremonies and experiences so that we can actually align to and integrate a frequency that we're ready to work with. So I'm, I'm hesitating because I can't give away too much just yet. But this has shaped and influenced this next offering that's coming your way. So I just wanted to drop that seed here and get you a little bit excited because I am super excited and it's going to be an incredible way for us to come together and for us to be together regularly and to be in each other's spaces and, yeah, mark our life with deep ceremony and ritual in all the beautiful, beautiful ways. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. And I want to talk to you about embodiment because recently a beautiful member of the current I Am The Remedy container, which is actually just closed, really. We've just finished the incredible six-week journey, which was just magic. Uh, and I may have to open that again this year. We'll see. But she shared with me via Instagram her experiences from our weekly Soma and Light sessions. So just to give you a bit of understanding, the Soma and Light sessions are a session that happens in the evening on Sunday. It is purely practice-based. So there's not a lot of mentoring or coaching or information imparting at all it's it's a practice session it's where i weave in yoga 
Kundalini, Tantra, Magdalene, Womb Yoga, Breath, Energetic Medicine. And together as a group, we embark on a 60-minute journey of really feeling the medicine and the magic within and enlivening that and awakening and activating this frequency-based experience. So this beautiful, beautiful, incredible woman from our group wrote to me and her words, exactly, I'll read them. You are the first person I've done training with that I actually understand and have felt what it means to embody something. The word embody has always been elusive to me, but every single Sunday session, I'm like, OMG, this is embodied, which can only mean that you yourself embody the practices. You are filled with grace. <sighs> Deep breath in as I receive that, because firstly, what a message. I still pinch myself that I get to work with women who so beautifully share words like that and who see me with such love and have such open heart space energy to come to me and say, this is what I've experienced and this is what I feel and thank you. Now, secondly, I am bloody thrilled because it was only around five or six years ago that I realized a very big and painful truth. And that is that I was not embodied and that I didn't really understand what that meant either, but I wasn't grounded. I was not and up until that point had never really been home on this earth, in this body, in this lifetime. And that simply wasn't good enough. It just, I wasn't vibing with that at all. So to receive this feedback from this beautiful woman is a huge gift. So if you're listening, Tash, thank you so much. You really gifted me something quite magical with those words. So even so, despite this, when someone refers to me as an embodiment coach, I actually cringe. Embodiment is most definitely a new spiritual buzzword, you know, the new spiritual buzzword du jour. And I actually really love embodiment. I just want to make that really clear before I go on any further. I love the word and I love what it means and I love that we're starting to center our attention on the soma and explore somatic-based practices and really come to understand and respect that it's, it's all through the body. Healing and wisdom and awakening and abundance and magic, it all happens via the body. And we can't actually, as much as we may want to, bypass or ignore the body. We also can't use the body. It's not a hammer, not a tool that we bang on something and get the job done. We have to work with it. But the reason that I cringe if anybody ever refers to me as an embodiment coach is because to me, it's a word and an experience and an energy and an activation that I feel is often very misinterpreted or misunderstood. It's not something that you do. It's something that you be. It's in the being Yes, we do things to support our integration and our becoming embodied so that we can actually be embodied. And being embodied is a full integration of body with soul, with mind, with heart, with spirit. It's not these compartmentalized experiences. So here's the thing. Embodiment is actually not how well you can writhe about on the floor performing your best pleasure-based practice. And again, I do say this with a little cheek because I love a good floor romp. 
one of my favorite things to do is a non-linear movement practice, which is exactly what it sounds. You may be on the floor, on your hands and knees. There's no linear structure, system, format to how you move, but following the kinks and the crevices and the achy places and the open spaces within your body and breathing into that. But writhing about on the floor, performing your best pleasure-based practice, that's not embodiment. Here's the thing, right? We can perform and we can attempt to portray what it might look like to be an embodied individual. And I'm sure that you've seen people doing this on Instagram or on Facebook or something. And let's, let's be really honest here and kind and compassionate. We have a very short space of time in the online world to grab somebody's attention. A reel is 30 seconds to a minute. There's short IGTVs. There's a little post and then people are scrolling and moving through and their attention span is 0.03 seconds or something ridiculous like that. So we have a short space of time as people in this industry and field to actually talk to you and get the message across. So may, maybe writhing about on the floor is the quickest way to get your attention. But what I'm really highlighting here is less so the act and more the performance because we can perform anything if we want to. We can fake anything if we want to. But the real golden ticket here is when a person can hold space and transmit a clear and tangible form of embodiment that is felt, that you can feel it even through the ethers, even through the interwebs. Not just witnessing it and seeing it and gazing upon it, but feeling it. This beautiful woman that sent me her feedback also shared with me the definition of embodiment or embodied because she was intrigued and so was I when I read this and I want to read it to you. It is to be an expression of or give a tangible or visible form to an idea, quality or feeling. So I'm going to unpack this for you. When we are in the presence of someone who is embodied, that is how we begin to learn what embodiment actually feels like and looks like. That's our first experience of it. And you can start to compare it. You start to have this moment of, oh, I don't actually hold energy like that or feel like that. Or I know people who are the opposite to that. So I'm starting to have an experience of being able to compare and contrast. So that person that you're in the presence of, that is embodied, that person might actually be completely silent and still and not doing anything and not performing in any way and not writhing around on the floor. And yet, if we can feel their embodiment, then we get to understand more and more, okay, I get it now. I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to feel it. And possibly, maybe I can begin to live it too. When someone embodies their truth, it's not just the things that they say, it's the way that they live, how they stand steady, how they own themselves, how they exemplify and teach without even trying. It's like a transmission, right? It's what you hear without the words. When someone fully inhabits and embodies their sovereignty, they do not fight from a place of fear, but instead they're holding strength and worthiness. And you can feel it, it's palpable. There is a reverence for themselves and there is a reverence for others. And there is also a very clear, unbreakable and felt boundary line. When someone embodies their sexuality or their sensuality, it's not something that they perform, although they may also do that as well because, hey, it's fun. 
but it's something you can feel. It oozes out of them in the way that they gaze upon you, in how they touch something, in how they delight in food and experiences and sense. The sensuality is a sensory experience and you can receive that as a transmission. It's a frequency that you can almost taste even when they're just washing the dishes. They're not in their mind questioning their creative, sexual, sensual self. They are breathing that into every moment, which means it's a lived experience, which means it's embodied. When someone embodies their heart and their soul, there are no airs and graces and false pretenses or games. You can sense their aliveness and their wholeness. You are invited into their authenticity and their vulnerability. You can touch their compassion and you get drawn into their deep respect for humanity and divinity. And when someone is embodied and you are in the midst of their, their energy, you are in their midst, their wholeness, one thing that you will know without a shadow of doubt is that they have done and they continue to do the work it does take a willingness to be with all the places and the spaces that block a fully integrated, tangible and embodied experience. To see your stories, to witness your wounds, to battle the beliefs and to practice every day, gently calling soul home to a lovingly cultivated inner sanctum. This is the work that I've done. So when somebody gives me feedback and says to me, I feel embodied when I'm doing work with you, which means you must be embodied. I want you to know that I didn't just roll around on the floor. I, yes, I do practices. Yes, I work with frequency. Yes, I work in my womb space. Yes, I open and activate my heart. Yes, I call in the light. Yes, I meditate. Yes, I do breath work. But through all of that and more, there is a constant unpacking of all the ways that I prevent or block or make it unsafe for my soul to land which means that I have to look at trauma sometimes or I have to tend to my nervous system. So hence, as you may have come to understand now after this very long conversation, why I feel a little bit squirmish when somebody says, oh yeah, you're an embodiment coach. And also labels like, you know, in the end, do they really matter? It's okay, call me an embodiment coach if that's how you see me. And maybe I just need to make peace with that because of my judgments. And I'm cool with that too. I'm cool with my judgments. I'm cool to see with them and sit with them and breathe into them and notice and find that place of compassion. See that person human to human, soul to soul, spirit to spirit. So I want to share this with you because one of the things that I really think is missing in our world at the moment are more embodied full-bodied, completely whole humans that have integrated their trauma and their wounds, have called their soul home, that stand in their sovereignty, that are alive in their divinity. And it's in these more embodied bodies walking on planet Earth that we're going to create the change that we really require that we're going to heal, heal ourselves, and then rise up to support 
the rest of the world, the collective, our families, each other to heal. This is the thing for me, right? We all have our own different ways of contributing in the world. And for me, it is about healing myself and supporting other people to heal themselves too so that we can continue to be on this planet with respect and reverence and love and to allow the light to pour forth and to be the most strongest and palpable and most incredible leading force. I remember a quote that I saw on Instagram, Sarah of Magdalene. She said, when a woman descends into her body to heal herself, she then rises to heal the body of the world. Let me say that again. When a woman descends into her body to heal herself, she then rises to heal the body of the world. And I want you to know that this is at the very core of the next offering from me that is coming your way. If this resonates, please stay connected. Stay tuned. Be on my newsletter list. Follow along on Instagram because it's coming. And I'm calling on the women who want to be in ceremony with themselves, with life, with each other, with their body, with awakening to the light and with healing in order to create healing for the world. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. Thank you for listening to Woman Awake. If you found this episode supportive, please subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes. This is the best way to cheer me on and ensure that Woman Awake lands in the hearts and ears of those that need it most. If you think of someone that needs this medicine, please do me a favor and share this on. You can find me over at clarabade.com slash podcast. Thank you for being a part of this journey of awakening.